0: Happy New Week. Hope you're doing amazing. I am sitting here. Well, it's not even a happy new week, not even a new week yet in the US because it's Sunday night. Over in Connecticut, we have got our newly published author, Catherine Metzger, um, who is, uh, as you can see there behind her. I love that background. It's just so bright and sunny, isn't it? Thank uh, you. Good, good evening, Catherine. Good day. <laughs> Nice one, so um, guys. As you can see behind Catherine, she has just written a book called Unap- "Unapologetically You." <laughs> that was a bit of an understatement, and she is an amazing coach that supports other uh, people in unleashing their best self, which is the conversation topic for conversation this morning. And uh, but before we get stuck into all of that. Let me um, give you guys a little bit of a brief intro of who Catherine is and that way um, we'll get stuck into some of this. And apparently she's going to do something to me today. (laughs) We're going to do some practical exercises um, where I've got to stand up and all that kind of stuff. So that'll be a lot of fun. I'm going to have my live also open so If someone does have questions or comments and things like that, please uh, post them up because I will be able to see them here on my screen. All right. So... Uh, Catherine is an international life coach uh, who helps people discover their true power by quieting the outside noise, tuning into their own values and challenging their long-held beliefs. She's a certified life coach, high-performance coach and elite mentorship trainer, founder uh, founder of Elevated Life um, and now published author of Unapologetically You, Empower Your Authentic Self and Get Excited About Your Life. She's passionate about helping raise global consciousness as she guides groups of like-minded peers through an intense online program that not only gives the tools and knowledge to transform, but creates a safe space to explore life's biggest topics and a loving community to support each other as these changes are in being implemented. When she's not busy coaching clients, she loves to travel, read, watch movies and go out to dancing. She loves to. Simple New England life spent with close family, friends, her love, Joe, and their two for her babies, two Maltese puppies, Zoe and Izzy, and a long-haired cat, Lumen. Awesome, Catherine. Well, amazing to get to know you a little bit. Um, But let's go back, maybe rewind the clock. You know, we were talking just before we jumped on the Live Live. Um, When did we meet? And we worked out, it was about 13 or 14 months ago, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. how long before that had you been thinking about writing a book, or what was kind of the catalyst? Take me through that.
1: Yeah, well, you know, my story really began a little over a decade ago. My boyfriend at the time broke up with me shortly after asking me to spend the the rest of my life with him. Wow! And we'd been together for about five years. And now, I don't know if you or anyone watching has ever dated a narcissist. <laughs> not me but i know many women who have (laughs) yeah Yeah, so by the time the relationship ended i had no self-esteem no self-worth i was one of those people that didn't have the emotional tools to cope or to deal with the breakup so when the relationship fell apart i fell apart when the relationship ended my identity ended with it Mm. i didn't know how to deal so i actually sank into a depression and even became suicidal I just didn't know what to do with myself. I couldn't get out of bed. I didn't shower. I had to take multiple leaves from work, was having panic attacks. I'd find myself heaped on my bathroom floor, crying all the air out of my lungs, not wanting to take another breath. I didn't wanna die. You know, I I just didn't know how to live for myself. I didn't wanna be angry or bitter or hurt. What I wanted was to be able to open my heart again but in a way that was true to myself, to be able to stand on my own two feet and not have my world cave in if a relationship didn't succeed. And it turns out my devastation about the breakup was way less about losing a boy, and it was more about losing myself. You know, I've always considered myself a chameleon, right? I'm proud that I could get along with anyone in any situation. Mm. And it served me really well to a point, but When you tie your identity to external experiences, expectations, relationships, or what my peer Peter calls goop, the good opinion of other people, Mm. then your identity is really just as transient as a fleeting moment. And I had realized that everything in life is temporary and the only person guaranteed to be with me my whole life is me. So I needed to start loving myself and paying attention to my needs. Mm. I needed to start living to make myself proud. But in order to do that, right, in order to live a life true to myself, I first had to know who I was. Mm -hmm. And on that bathroom floor, I realized I didn't know. The questions that came to me were, you know, who is this person? Who am I? How did I get here? How did my life get so off course? Mm -hmm. And I didn't know my way through, but I thought I can find my way through. And so I, I turned to books and I started reading on psychology and personal development spirituality and philosophy. And I started to see like, oh, you know, other people have figured out how to be happy. I can figure it out too. And so reading really changed my life. Yeah. And once I found my way through, I knew I wanted to help others. And I actually particularly like the idea of a book Mm. because it's, you know, it's a safe and easy way for someone to start to get help without necessarily having to reach out to a therapist or a family member which can be really hard because there can be feelings of shame and guilt around the situation. You know, like if they're feeling, Oh, I don't want to bother anybody or I should be happy. I have so much to be grateful for. I shouldn't be complaining. And so I wanted to write a book to really be that hand reaching out to help.
0: Yeah. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And so did the rating, so you said that was 10 years ago
1: that you defining yeah.
0: the moment. When did you, how long did it take you to get into the working on yourself and the reading and attending maybe some personal well, development seminars?
1: Yeah, there was a little bit of time where, you know, I followed sort of more the mainstream path. I finally went and saw my doctor and they put oh. me on some, some medication first and um, I spoke with a therapist. But for me personally, I didn't see it as... I have a belief that we're meant to be happy internally. At least that's my journey. I know we all have our own journeys. Um, so I knew I didn't want to be on medication or dependent on anything outside of myself, um, for a long period of time. And so I knew that I didn't want to treat the symptoms. I wanted to go to the core of it and to really heal myself. Yeah. That's when I started reading. Mm. So
0: talk to me about the power of identity um you say there's three words to live into what does that mean i'm curious
1: yeah well um so my book is really an invitation for people to kind of move through self-doubt and start to explore who they are on a deeper level and i just wanted to talk a little bit about the context of like why it's important to um answer the question who am i right because it's a really interesting question and i feel like most people nowadays answer it Fairly superficially, right? We have all the labels that society puts on us. I'm a mother. I'm a teacher. I'm tall. I'm skinny. You know, I'm smart. Yeah. So all of these these identities. But it's really one of the most important questions we can answer. Because who we are and how we see ourselves, it determines how we live our lives. Mm-hmm. You know, it determines how we determines how we solve our problems and how we choose our relationships. And, you know, I mean, if you think about it, think about the people you let into your life or even your bed, right? Our most intimate relationships. Think about who your friends are and who you admire. And they're really all based on your self-esteem and your self-worth. And when you're conscious enough to know who you are on a deep level and have a rock-solid foundation, Mm -hmm. then you start to see that a lot of life's challenges really kind of roll off because you don't necessarily buy into them. So, mm-hmm. just as an example, if Nat, I said, I love your hair. It's really purple today.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, you're looking in a Zoom and you probably checked a mirror before you got on the call and you're going, Well, I know my hair is not purple, right? So either Katie's computer has a weird setting or she needs to get her eyes checked, but yeah. you don't buy into it. You don't go, oh, My hair is purple. Mm-hmm. But if you had just walked out of a salon paying thousands of dollars and they didn't let you look in a mirror first, and I walked up to you and I said, Hey, Nat, you're, I love your purple hair, then you'd be like, Purple. I didn't ask for purple, right? Do you have a mirror? Can I, can I see this purple hair? Oh, yeah. And so it's the people who are lost, who don't have that solid foundation of who they are that mm. sort of buy into what the world is telling them more. Mm. Yep. And so I feel like it's really important to, to just have that solid foundation, you know, cause we can all learn and grow, but I think the issue comes in because we have that self-doubt, right? Yeah. And most People might see that signal of self-doubt as a signal to stop. But I feel like successful people feel the self-doubt and they see it as a signal to learn and to grow and to invest in themselves, to try different things, to experiment, and to sort of find their own way, Yeah, yeah, um, because it's always going to be there, right? The self-doubt's always there. So the question is, do you let it stop you and then you don't progress? or, do you find your way through it, and that's really where the growth and the magic is? Yeah. So with the three words, I wanted to go through a couple of experiments, you know, and tools that people can experiment with when Take they're feeling. I'm going to experiment <laughs> on you, net Oh, right, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> and the audience that's watching is welcome to, you know, do it as well with yes. us. Yeah. There's a, quite a few of them that had
0: good morning, and Thomas said, "Linda said, that's cat's oh, Catherine. I feel you. You, yeah, you're blowing me away so fast. So let's go." <laughs>
1: all right so the first one was the three words like you said Mm -hmm. and i feel there's a lot of people in the world who go around living like i did as a chameleon right you walk into a situation and you know i see on facebook all the time or i hear people saying well they didn't treat me well so i treat them the way that they treat me right and my question to them would be why are you going to give away your power like that Mm. right because the only person that we can control is ourself and the moment that we put the blame or the responsibility on someone else, mm-hmm. we give away that power. Yeah. And so the three words is really to identify who you want to be and how you want to show up in a situation, regardless of how other people are showing up, because you really want integrity to yourself. Yeah. And so the three words, I want you to think for a moment,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? Picture that, Um, how do I want to say this? think about the impression that you want to leave people with when you leave a room, right? Mm-hmm. Like Maya Angelou said, people won't remember what you said. They won't remember what you did, but they'll remember how you made them feel. Yeah. And so what three words do you want to live into? What three words do you want, you know, your children to remember about you, Stu to remember about you, yeah, you know, your, your husband and the people closest to you. So if you think about those three words, what would you, what would they be for you? Like, would it be to live boldly or compassionately? Um,
0: yeah. I've had them for many, many years. And I guess everything kind of always keeps coming back to these words. Uh, they've become four. Um, we've added an extra one. But uh, when I got asked this question, probably 10 plus years ago, and they became our values around who we are and their fast, fun, fame. And we added family into the into those three so fast fun fame um you know fast is because we're we're moving at lightning speed as you would know you know we always respond fast that's just like kind of our style and that filters i mean because i guess i'm the leader of my business it kind of everyone kind of um, embodies those values and things like that but also it's who i am i started out as an entrepreneur completely on my own so that's who i want to be remembered you know she always like you know, <laughs> lightning speed, that I leave people feeling like they've had fun in my presence. Um, and um, and fame is about that we do create things that I want to stand out as well as I want to help other people stand out. That's what, mm-hmm. like, why authoring and writing books is what we do in families because we still keep um, everything to a level that it feels like we can be close. We don't have to be somewhere away and not speaking to our clients like you know we're big enough to be able to talk to everybody.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I love those. Those are great words. Yeah. And and the thing too with the words is once you feel like you've started living into them they can shift also, right? They don't have to be your words for forever. Mm. And you can also have different words for like individual and interactions with other people, mm. right? So you can have several sets of words that you want to live into. Mm. And My question is, do you have alarms in your phone that remind you of who you want to be? No, I don't. Okay. So that would be a tip for your audience or you, um, Mm -hmm. that you can set alarms on your phone to go off several times a day and just little pop-ups with the words, reminders of who you want to live into.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Would that be more um, relevant to people who are moving through this journey and they need the reminders because I don't feel like I need them. I know I'm living and breathing them, right? Mm-hmm. So what would you say?
1: Well, so so like I was saying, you can shift them along the way. So is there any kind of a personality trait, that that you'd want to live into that you're not already living into? Um,
0: I guess if you look at the what the next level goals are, that's what yeah. you want to live into. So there are definitely things I would put as reminders. You know, I have, um, it's my bedroom, but I've got my miracle mantra that's got my core mission that I'm reading out two or three times in the morning every day before I journal. So that's kind of how I do that reminder so that it stays top of mind.
1: Mm. Mm. Is there any other word that would describe how you'd like to be with your family? So maybe present like more present more yeah. engaged why not that one's very important <laughs> i I'm right. <getting> very fast <laughs> sometimes you can't be very present but exactly yeah. exactly yeah. so they so they can evolve over time and it's really just what you want to live into and then that reminder pops up and you're like oh wait okay so am i remembering to be present with my kids am i remembering to be present with my husband yeah it's a good one yeah very cool
0: yeah well, you've got, uh, how often do you have them pop
1: up? <laughs> um, I have them pop up two or three times a day. It depends. Yeah. I yeah, kind yeah. of shift them. So yeah. once I start living into them more and I don't need the reminder quite as often.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And tell me, is it an alarm or is it a specific app that you use?
1: I use an alarm. Just yeah. a phone alarm. Don't need and anything. Just call for it it. That word. Yeah. Yep. You would just plug in the three words or four yeah. words in your case that you pick.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. We were at a conference um, the other uh, last week and um, they had like this thing, the speaker was speaking and there were three alarms and um, which makes you get out of bed to do exercise and each alarm was very much more stronger in the language as it went off if you kept snoozing them all. So <laughs> that reminds me of that and I know exactly how to set that up. All right, so um, how to g- gain certainty in uncertain times? Talk to me about that.
1: Yes. So, especially in today's world, there's a lot of uncertainty going around. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I feel like the one thing that we can be certain in or that we can work to be certain in is to be certain in our ability to handle uncertainty and to walk into uncertain situations with more certainty in ourselves. Yeah. And so the the tool I want to walk you through right now, Nat, is called the release meditation. Yes. And uh, everybody watching can go through it with us, too. And so I'm going to have you go ahead and close your eyes. And take a deep breath in through your nose. And out through your mouth. Another slow, deep inhale through the nose. And out through the mouth. One last deep inhale through the nose. And out through the mouth. And now I want you to breathe normally. And in your mind, repeat the word release. 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 You're going to keep repeating this word for two minutes. I'll watch the clock and let you know when it's time to stop. But just keep repeating really 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 Release, release, release. Go ahead and bring your awareness back into your body. And when you're ready, you can gently open your eyes. Mm-hmm. How do you feel? Release, <laughs> relax, yeah.
0: release and relax.
1: <sighs> and I really only did like a minute and a half, but it yeah. probably felt really long, right? Indeed,
0: because I know we were on the interview.
1: <laughs> Yeah, but so I feel like everybody or most people feel like you need a good 10, 15, 20 minutes to meditate, but really it can be done in just a minute or two. Yeah. And so I really promote doing this as transfer um, transformation shift, sort of between going from one situation to another, right? So when you're coming home from work and you have all that work stress energy, then you can just take that moment in your car to do a release meditation before you go into to greet your family um you know or if you're a busy mother and all you get is a moment in the in the bathroom
0: yeah
1: you can do the release meditation yeah. and then once you've released the energy from the previous situation then you can set the intention for the energy that you want to bring into the next situation
0: mm, i love that like i always yeah and especially working from home like you say, that's the office and all that sort of stuff. And then you don't, you don't go into a car to go somewhere else. You're not kind of able to break your state. But maybe because before you leave the office, you can just spend an extra minute sitting in this chair doing mm-hmm. that, and then go do dinner or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's
1: good. And you can use your doors as what's called a door trigger. And so when you walk through a door, use that as a trigger to be like, okay, I'm entering this new space. What energy do I want to bring?
0: Nice. Beautiful. All right. What else have you got for me? <laughs> I all like right. these practical tips. I love the one, the one thing that I always love when I read a book or uh, hear a speaker is like, what can I take away to implement in my life? You know, and that's, um, that's really cool.
1: All right. Yeah. Next <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes with all of their, their explanation, to convince you that it's going to work. I'm like, okay, I get it. It's going to work. What's the tip? Get me there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. So I can do it.
1: (laughs) All right. And then the third one, um, I don't know if anybody's seen from Tony Robbins, but this one I'm going to have you stand up, Nat, if you can. I'm going
0: to adjust my desk now to stand up mode. Yeah. (laughs) All right. What's this one going to (laughs) do?
1: This one is about your beliefs, Mm -hmm. right? Because our beliefs really, help to set that intention. And they sort of determine how we act, right? How we experience things internally and how our actions come out externally. Mm-hmm. And so it's, they're so important. Um, and I want you to see that you can shift it fairly easily. Okay. All right. So what I'm going to have you do, Nat, is I want you to take your right hand and put your finger straight out in front of you. Yeah. And I want you to turn clockwise as far as you can.
0: Oh, I'm oh
1: back. running out of room. <laughs> oh, that's pretty far. Wait, come back. Come back for a second. <laughs> All right. You have your feet together? Yes. All right. Keep them planted. And then I want you to go around again. And see if you can mark a place on the wall. All right. So you made it to like the parents. Yeah. Guilt the parents. parents. Yeah. All right. So close your eyes,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then you're going to stand still. You don't have to actually do this. You're just going to do it mentally. Mm-hmm. I want you to picture yourself turning around with your arm out, clockwise again, and this time I want you to picture going all the way around. Think of it as a game.
0: Like t- turning, uh, like past the parents thing,
1: yeah. Past the parents. Turning all the way around. Okay, yep. And then come back to the front. Um, Keep your eyes closed. Uh Uh-huh.
0: Come back to, yep.
1: And then again, just in your mind, you're going to turn all the way around again, clockwise. And this time you go all the way to the front, facing the camera again. Okay, yep. All right. And then go ahead and spin all the way back. Now we want you to open your eyes. Yeah. And I want you to try spinning clockwise again. Am I doing Yep, put your arm out. And then spin clockwise as far as you can.
0: So I went further. Um, But
1: I'm not, yeah? Yeah. You went quite a bit further.
0: Yeah, past that.
1: Like, past the parents. (laughs) Past the parents. And past the (laughs) one next to it, too. So you went, I think average people go about 25% further just from doing that visualization and then <laughs> believing that they can go further.
0: Ah, and this is the power of visualization, right? You want something yep. to happen, you imagine mm-hmm. it, you play it out in your mind.
1: And you feel how... it is important. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. And then um, the other thing about beliefs, because we have, right, we have empowering beliefs and we have disempowering beliefs. And so for the disempowering beliefs, a couple of things that people can think about. The first thing is you have to become aware of it, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so, and you can be sitting back down if you want. You don't have I to stand. Sure.
0: No, okay. No,
1: no. <laughs> um, so the first thing is to become aware of it. So think of a place in your life where something is not working and something is more of a struggle for you, Right. and then start to identify the beliefs behind it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then what you can do is you want to start to question them. So you can ask yourself things like, okay, well, why do I believe that? You know, and try and figure out where that originally came from. Mm -hmm. And you can ask yourself, is that still serving me at this point? Because things shift and change as we grow.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And then you can also ask yourself, how much is this belief costing me? Right? Because you're probably holding yourself back. By having this limiting belief and so how much is it costing you and once you start to look at that then Mm. the desire to change it increases Mm. and you can also question is it true or is it just something that i'm choosing to believe
0: Mm.
1: and then the last thing i would question is you know is it serving me is there a secondary gain that i'm getting from having this belief
0: Those are really good questions, guys. I hope you write them down. <laughs> well, if not, watch the recording. Yes. <laughs> them all down. Or get Catherine's book because it's all probably in there, neatly mm-hmm. organised for you. I love that. Um, the people have been um, uh, saying, yeah, love it. Thank you. Um, great information. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be other comments. They're probably all doing all the stuff they've got in common <laughs> and all that. That's wonderful, Catherine. Thank you so much. That was really, really practical and insightful. I mean, I've heard these things many times before. Like I've heard many people talk about this, but you have a a special way of like really making it land. So Mm. um, I can't
1: wait to see what unfolds for you. (laughs) I definitely am a believer in, because we can write down all the knowledge that we want and we end up with an expensive notebook. But when you actually partake in the practices then it seems a little bit easier when you leave you know the interview or you leave the seminar so just really getting it into almost your muscle memory as well as your brain
0: oh yeah all about muscle memory I love it I love it so tell me a little bit we've got a few minutes left um how was the process for you you know you took about 12 months to go from start to finish we were saying we were at the August retreat a year ago um Mm -hmm. and the book is now here and you are having a a first book launch on the weekend next weekend coming up so how is the process for you and then we'll let people know how to get the book and you've got some gifts for them as well
1: yes um i loved the process because prior to finding you nat i Mm -hmm. had started maybe six months to a year prior and Mm -hmm. i had a girlfriend who also won is a fellow coach and she also wanted to write her first book so we were like okay we'll be accountability buddies we'll hop on a zoom we'll you know work on our own books and if we get stuck we can ask each other questions and you know she looked completely pensive and pounding away on her keyboard and i was sitting there going i don't know i don't know what i'm doing right yeah and so when i found you what i loved about it because i am a recovering left brain and i loved the structure that you have um and then just the support that you had you know so when i had a question or i was struggling with something had maybe a limiting belief right i could reach out to your team (laughs) and you would just walk me through it so it's so nice to have all of that so i thank you very much
0: and i'm curious did your friend get her book out as well
1: you know she actually ended up one of the reasons also that that didn't work is because she decided that she was going to put it on the back burner but i think she's starting again so i have told her about you guys so we'll see
0: yeah yeah i was just curious if she did i mean you know like you know sometimes i've had these situations in the past and other people yeah the back burner stays on the back burner (laughs) you know i love it all right so tell people where they can get your book um because it's got lots of, if you love today, guys, that's more and more, probably a hundred times more hot tips around this kind of stuff in um, Catherine's book. So where we can, and what are all these goodies you have for them?
1: <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I created a special page for your audience. You can't get to it from my website. So it's sort of a secret page for you guys. Mm-hmm. Secret tips it. and tools. Yeah. Um, I have a recording, an audio recording of me doing the release meditation, so you can download that. Yeah. I have two free chapters of my book, and then there's a bunch of videos, sort of with the current work that I'm doing with that program. That you mentioned that at the beginning of the call. Yeah, um, and they can go to my website, which is www.elevated, but it's E L O V A T E D Life L I F E dot com. Forward slash gifts, G I F, yes.
0: I love it. All right. So elevated life. So I'll just show on the screen um, the website. Um, This is it, guys, if you're watching this on video. So E L O V A T E D, that's how elevated is spelled. And so it's elevatedlife.com forward slash gifts. So I'm guessing, Catherine, if I let me do it. Let me do it on here. So we go can, to the
1: secret page now.
0: Yeah, let's go to the secret <laughs> page, you guys. Um, So people who are watching this video can see it. So I've just added gift or gifts, did you say? Gifts. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, with an S. Yeah. I missed that. Let's have a look. All right. There it is. Beautiful. So there's a, the books on there. Download the release meditations on there, guys. Um, I think you need to, something's oh. happened to your video. So go yeah. fix it. So go fix it. it um and there's some other um bits and pieces here so just go grab a copy of those things do it you know read some of the stuff and if it's if you love it just get the whole book i'm sure um catherine has it on her website directly or all on all the good online reseller stores um will have it there as well so unapologetically you is the book thank you so much catherine i really appreciate it um Um, it's been wonderful. I'm going to practice release meditation. I've got a million things. I've got to shift and pivot between today being Monday, setting up the whole week. Um, You have a good rest of Sunday evening.
1: Thank you. Have a wonderful
0: week. I'd love to catch up with you in six or 12 months to see where everything's at, like, you know, what what you're doing. and Because it's just literally launched. So what what the future uh, um, unfolds for you.
1: (laughs) Yes. Thank you so much, Nat. All
0: right. See you guys. Have an awesome day. Remember to smash it out. Bye.